Welcome to NGE Podcast. NGE stands for not good enough. We're going to share with you topic by topic the ramification of NGE and how to deal with certain circumstances. I truly believe that life is very short and in the universe we might just be that bleep in the sauna, on the radar. We might as well make sure that we are bleep that matters. Enjoy. Well, we just spent podcast talking you up, and I see on Instagram oh, I that a bottle of herb that you can share with us. So, oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> what are we doing? All very right, grateful for the verb. Okay, well, people, thank you very much for joining me. Um, we have uh, at the uh, we have is your names on all the screens, right? So we have Shay Wallace. Mm-hmm. Say hello, Shay. And Hi, yeah. you might want to say a few words about you. About me? Yep. I'm in that incredible office you were talking about earlier, Wisebury Heritage Rentals Department. Um, I, what, do you want, what was that? Not sharing the verve. Not sharing the verve, no, no. Very grateful for Darren, Megs and Kim for a bottle of verve for um, something that um i was proud to do last week so pleased about that i've got two young boys and um grateful to have been at noosa for three days talking about ng and the book just tied those three days in really nicely for me so i'm excited to be chatting about it today that's nice and we have louise fleming hello everybody so um all of you know who I am, but um, no, I'm not in the NG podcast. Now this okay. is the other podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. So um, I'm the I'm the director up here at Port Macquarie and Foster. Business partner is Stephen Thompson, yeah. and um, I have my daughter here, who's Taylor Fleming, on the on the screen as well. So she's 21. I have two other boys, 20, uh, 19 and 15. And um, yeah, I'm just really loving this book, Thomas, and I'm excited to be here to share it with you guys. So very nice, thank you. So we have Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. hello. <laughs> I'm Lou's daughter, as you already know. Um, I'm up here in Port Macquarie as well. I do paramedicine, and yeah, I'm here because of Thomas's book. It was a great read. All right, thank you so much. We we have. Uh, Cameron? I'm Cam. I'm uh, director of Wisebury, Karen Brower and Kalani Vale. I'm Thomas's business partner and long-suffering <laughs> mentoree. Um, family man, father of three also, and I'm here because I was told to be. Otherwise, I'm sacked. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here because the, what, what Thomas is doing is probably the most important work that he's ever done in his life. And Mm. Um, the book that coincides with that is going to help a lot of people. So let's chat about it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm here with Dean. Dean Webb from the Gold Coast. Hey, everyone. So, yep, I'm on the Gold Coast. I, um, I'm the director of Wisebury Varsity Lakes. I uh, took over from, I started with my dad about eight years ago now. And um, I've recently taken over about two years ago, uh, right as COVID started. And um, yeah, I'm excited to also share my experiences with the book as well. So, okay, yeah. Then let's let's dig in. So, what what um, what did we get? 
First of all, I, I was very touched. And, you know, I've been sharing your stories all over the place, Taylor. You, you want to share with us the story or you want your mom to share your story? I mean, how the hell did you stumble on my book? 21-year-old, the last thing you want to do is to read a serious book like that, NGE. <laughs> no, I, I walked into mom's office the other week. I was getting some documents signed and I said, what's that? What's that book? And I looked down, I seen that Thomas wrote it. And I said, oh, can I have that? <laughs> and mum and Chris went and found me a copy. And then I went home and I... I finished reading it uh, last night, so. Mm. Yeah. The, the, the little bit that she left out there was um, she picked it up and she started reading it and I think she read. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, she read the, I think the first section of page nine where it says, Confucius says we all have two lives and the second one begins uh, the moment we realise we only have one. And um, she looked down and she said, I need this book in my life. Can I have this book? And I said, no, you can't. This is my copy. I said, but I'll see if we've got a spare one and I'll get you one. And then um, I said, you do realize this is Thomas's book. And um, she really didn't at that time. But um, yeah, she, she took it. And then when I spoke to her last, I said, how are you going with that book? And to my surprise, she'd read, you know, more than a quarter of it at that time. So I was like, okay, well, she's into it, which is really good. It's, 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 I think it's a, um, it's pretty deep stuff really and sometimes like I'm sure you guys can probably all resonate with it as well I was reading some things throughout it that I probably wasn't quite ready to hear either so it's a hard pill to swallow at 21 I suppose um you know so yeah I, 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 I don't know I don't know I'd rather have that book in my life when I was 21 because yeah really the future is gonna be so bright for you girl it's just crazy mm -hmm. right uh, where most of us, especially me, and it says in the book, have been carrying that bag on our shoulders for so many years when yeah. we should have dropped it. So mm. many years, too. Yeah. Sorry? So many years, mate. I know, so, so many years. <laughs> 30. <laughs> 50. <laughs> it's a pretty, um... 100. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you, Shay? Yeah, it's interesting. I agree with Lou. It is quite intense, but for me, it was almost two books in one. I found the first part really intense and really heavy. Um, and I got to the point where I was reading only 10, 20 pages a day and then sitting on it and digesting it. And it wasn't till I got um, a little bit into part two that I realized I was, I was racing through it. So and I think I said this um, in the review I did, Thomas, it's it's two books. The first one, and it's rightly divided into two parts because the first part is really intense and there's a lot of lessons and exercises in there should you wish to do them. Mm -hmm. um, but you can also absorb your learnings from that. And I really enjoyed the commentary and the observations at the end. I think that finished it off really nicely for me. So kind of went up and up and up and then it, it leveled out and you almost felt this calm towards the end of it. Yeah. That's oh, that's nice. Gee. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure you're a book critic somewhere in your past life if you're not doing real estate. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what about you, Dean? Yeah, for me, it's been, um, like everyone's saying, it's been really intense, but um, so I'm like reading through it. I'm almost getting tired just reading it, but um, it's been a different outlook. Like, obviously we spent three days at Noosa and that was very intense as well. But um, this book for me was, because I've been reading every day with my partner 
So we started as a morning routine. We, we decided we'd read five to 10 pages a morning. Sometimes we go more. But um, for me, I think it's going to be more like a manual where I'm going to have to go back and keep revising and revising and revising because it's like some of the stuff you we picked up and then you can quickly forget about it as you go back into your automatic routine mm. that you've gone. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like the book now is like a great tool where you can keep using it and using it and using it. And even if it's just one page for the day, there's so many stories in the book that there's always something you can pick up from. And I've found that to be, yeah, it's just always going to be my on my desk for a very long time, I think. So unless you write a better book, but yeah. uh, that's going to be there for a long time for me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's good. it's good. It left a big opening too for me. Like I think um, for a good couple of weeks after I felt like I had the need to search for something. Mm. Um, mm. Not so much that I went back and I did the exercises that were there and perhaps I should have and I may at a later date, but I felt like there was, like I needed some pieces to a puzzle to put together. Mm. Um, and so I was racking my brain through past memories to try and, try and work out the source of my NG. Um, and I think I had to come to a point of either putting it aside or realizing that there may not actually be a big source there for me. Mm. Um, it's just been lots of little things over the years. And I agree, you know, I left the leadership conference thinking, so is it something we've all got? Is it something we haven't got? Is it something that's good, that's bad? But I think it's all of those things wrapped together. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think the thing that I found with it, like as we left Noosa and Thomas said, you know, it's available on Kindle. Um, I had not used Kindle prior to that. And I thought, well, you know, I've got a couple of plane rides to get out of here. So why not? Now, now's better than ever. So I got it on Kindle and I, and I started reading it on the first plane trip. And I think, you know, I think, I think I spent a total of maybe two and a half hours on the plane, but within two and a half hours, I'd read half the book because I couldn't put, put it down. And I, and I even mentioned it to Thomas it it resonated so well and and made so much sense and to me it was a massive relief because there was parts of it where i read where i thought oh my god like it's actually normal to experience some of the things we experienced like i was telling thomas about a time where i was just driving to work and i i seen this single mum on the side of the road pushing her stroller with a, a baby in it and then she had three other kids and you know they looked like they had nothing and they and they were and they were struggling but i just seen this mum persevering regardless and i and at the time i was like on my way to work i was singing along i was having a great time as i have a concert every morning in my car and next minute i just burst into tears and i thought shit what's wrong with me what's happened i've just had a mental breakdown i've had a nervous breakdown it came out of the blue i didn't know what it was but then the next phase i went through is don't tell anybody that that happened because people are going to start thinking you're mad. People are going to think you got something wrong with you. This is in, this is shameful. This is embarrassing. This is crazy. But then reading Thomas's book, the same thing happened to him, and there was really no explanation. But something was triggered, and to me, it all makes sense now after reading the book that it could have been a memory from 25 years ago. It could have been just seeing somebody like pushing on that just release something in you i don't know i don't know but it made sense after reading it and i think that was such the powerful thing for me that it made me feel normal um yeah. and i think that's what a lot of people need these days is normal I, I can i just comment on that too lou um it's interesting you, you say you know don't tell anybody that this happened everyone will think i'm crazy and i think 
particularly women, well, men and women, you know, that's the way we are and we don't want to show our vulnerabilities. Absolutely. And in turn, we're potentially feeding everybody else's NG, you know. Um, It's okay to have those days. Yeah. It's okay. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Yeah, my own experience in the last month since Noosa was just, I think I've cried the most in the last month than any other time period. Like I've become so much more aware of what my routines are and how it's been thinking. And I've tried a couple of different um, uh, therapies and different things as well. I thought, oh, you know, I've lived a cozy life. Um, I've lived pretty, you know, my parents looked after me and all that, but um, there's still a lot behind there that you just hide in shame. Mm. 